Let's do one, two, three, four, five, and then clap on six, okay? But you got to do the ands. One and two and three and four, that? Yes. And then we'll clap five and and clap on six? Yep. Okay, here we go. Ready? Mm-hmm. One and two and three and four and five and... Oh, I forgot to clap. God damn it, really? Hey, everybody. Welcome to I'm Okay, You're Okay. I'm not okay. You're not okay. With me, Bob Schneider... And your other host, Clint Wells. You're welcome. Yep. Oh, boy. Get them shades on, boy. It's hot in here. I got to get them shades on. That's because the future is so bright. And you got to see through all the hate. I'll put my shades on so I can see through the hate. Oh, is there a lot of hate there? I don't know. On my other podcast, you know this guy named Dean Del Rey? You ever heard of Dean Del Rey? I've heard of Dean that makes the sausages. Jamie Dean. Well, Dean Del Rey is a comedian and a podcaster, and he is a fairly famous guy, so he gets a lot of... He, he like, interviews the guys in Metallica and stuff. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And I've listened to his podcast because he had, like, John Mayer on, but I just... I just You know, some podcasts, you just don't like the flavor. Like, I don't really like Mark Maron's flavor. He gets great guests. He has good interviews. I just don't love the flavor. So, anyway, anytime he interviews these Metallica guys, a million people send them to me. Hey, have you heard of Dean Del Rey talk to Kirk Hammond about monster movies and i went off on some tangent about how like it's not my cup of tea right well he found out what i said and then he feels dissed by me he's grumpy at me because i don't like his podcast dean del rey dean del rey yeah he's like grumpy at me about it i don't i've never talked to him but one of our fans like wrote him was like hey i talked to dean del rey i wanted him to come on your show but you dissed him so he's not interested and i thought well i thought a lot of interesting things about that first of all i thought well that's a shame because in real life, we'd probably just be friends. He seems like a cool guy. He loves music. He's in a band. He's a comedian. I love comedians. I just don't like his podcast. Right. And I and I thought, you know, if you make things in the world, obviously the things you're making, you hope are good. And really, ideally, you want everyone to like them. But not everyone's going to. Like, isn't that something that you just have to accept as an artist? Like, there are people who don't like my flavor. My flavor is strong. There are people out there who think the Bob Schneider flavor is strong. Yeah, but those people are wrong. The The people that think the... Fl- I mean, no, they're right. The flavor is strong. Yeah, too strong so, for them, though. But right doesn't rhyme with wrong. That's my motto. You know what rhymes with wrong? Long John Silvers. But it, not all of it rhymes, just part of it. All the bands that I love have made people divisive about whether or not they like their shit. All the, all the great artists make stuff that not everyone loves. Yeah. And if you're going to be in the public sphere, you have to kind of be okay with not everyone liking what you do. It's just sort of part of it. Well, I have a lot of opinions about a lot of things, but if you're listening to this podcast and your name is Dean or Steve or Tanya or Anna or any name that's a name and I'm dissing something that you did, but you're famous. What I meant to say was your shit's good and I like it a lot. That's what I meant to say. So you should just call that guy up and say, hey, look, dude, I love your podcast. I was just joking around. I didn't mean it. Let's be buddies. But I think the truth is more interesting. I don't like the podcast, but I do think we would oh, okay. be friends. Like, what's the big deal? 
it's not personal. And then the other half of it for me, they're like, well, I tried, but he's dissed by you. And, uh, you know, he's upset. And it, there's a part of me that's like, well, oh, well, <laughs> I got shit to do. I have a couple feelings on it. The first feeling is if somebody asks me about something they've made, if they're asking me, I don't care if it's good or bad. I'm just like, oh, it's great. Well, of course. But then if they're making something, if they're in the process of making it and they're asking my opinion, then I will be, I will offer some constructive feedback and say, well, this is, this is a way I think that it might be better. If I have a, a solution to the problem, then I will offer my solution. But if I don't have a solution to the problem, if it's just bad and I don't have a solution, I'm just like, oh, it's great. Well, it depends on the relationship. And But yeah, generally, if someone's made something and they're showing you something, just say it's great. You know, if I'm eating a sandwich at a restaurant and yeah. it's not my favorite sandwich and the server comes up and says, how's everything? You know what I always say? Great. Delicious. It's delicious. It's great. Are you going to finish that? Do you want a doggy bag for that? No. I'm good. But it was great. It was wonderful. What am I going to tell the server who Yeah, the server didn't make fen- it. Who's addicted to he's addicted to fentanyl. Yeah. He's uh he's he's working a horrible job. I'm going to tell him, "You know, thanks for asking. It's not my favorite sandwich." What the fuck is he going to do with that information? Yeah, the waiter likes to put things in his mouth and his butt. Just like all of us. Yeah, I mean, who I like things coming out of my butt. But here's the thing. What are you going to tell that guy that's going to make any difference in the world? I know one guy. We both know him, but we're not going to say his name. He'll tell the waiter what he thinks. I'm like, what are you doing? Well, here's the, here, but here, this is what's interesting about what we're talking about. In real life, when you're confronted with that server and he asks you how it is, yeah, just tell him it's great. Just, just keep the world shining. If you are sitting in front of a microphone and your job for 30 minutes or an hour is to be interesting. Yeah, you're going to talk about how it weren't your favorite sandwich. You know, if Dean Del Rey was like, hey, what do you think about my podcast? I would say, dude, it's great. Being in podcasts is hard. Uh, you've got a unique perspective. You're a cool guy. You're a comedian. Comedian's the hardest job in the world. I think it's cool. But if I'm on my podcast and Dean Del Rey is this nebulous, ephemeral character who's more successful than me, and someone asks me about it, I'm going to punch it up. I'm trying to be interesting. Yeah. Podcasts aren't real life. Neither like just like the movies. Yeah. That's true. Now are we going to be more honest on the podcast? Yeah. Cuz with your yeah, the honest truth about the sandwich is it's not your favorite sandwich. Probably needed a little more salt. Uh you might actually choose somewhere else to go eat. But when they're asking you how you feel about it, you say it's delicious, you say it's fucking great, and you say you can't wait to come back. Yeah. You do. And then you never go back there. No. No, you've already decided. You knew with that first bite, something was afoot and that there are a lot of other people offering sandwiches. Yeah, that's why when you walk back to, walk by that restaurant, nobody's in there. A lot of people ate sandwiches and they were like, how was it? And they were all like, it's good. And Great. then they never went back. Proof's in the pudding. If I walk into a restaurant that's empty, I walk out. I can't do it. I cannot sit in an empty restaurant. It's too strange and painful. Yeah. Also an indicator that the food might not be great. Bob Dylan once said that the only people who are telling you the truth are people who are wearing masks. What do you think about that? I think that feeds into what we're talking about. Bob Dylan, he's a notorious liar, and he's a notorious sayer of things that 
are just completely he, he, he'll just say something he's kind of like the original kanye in terms of he was kind of like a that. troll he's like a troll but no no yeah. yeah he would say he would say he would say contrary he was very contrarian like they were like hey man you wrote like the great song for the civil rights movement he was like no i didn't well, he didn't want to be pegged as the protest guy. Here's, I mean, if you want to say that they're both trolling, I don't think that's the case, but let's just go with that. There is one main difference, okay? Bob Dylan, smart. Kanye West, a dummy. Kanye West said he never read a book. Kanye West calls himself Jesus Christ. Well, again, may, may, may or may not be true, those things. May or may not be true. He may or may not have read a book. He may or may not be Jesus Christ. Okay. So he might be Jesus Christ, though. I mean, I don't know. Here's what I know. <laughs> I, I think it's okay to say he's, he's here's, not Here's Jesus what Christ. I know. I am Jesus Christ. But it could be one of those. It could be like one of those things where like, I am Sparta. No, I am Sparta. No, I am Sparta. But Spartacus? I mean, I am Jesus Christ. But maybe there are other, there, maybe there's more than one Jesus Christ. I don't know. Well, the interesting thing about Bob Dylan saying that only people wearing a mask will tell you the truth is that he was not wearing a mask when he said it. So was he lying? Well, there's the paradox or paradiddle, whatever you want to call it. It depends on what it is. I'll probably say things on the podcast I might not say in person. That's probably what makes it interesting. Curb Your Enthusiasm, someone once asked Larry David, they said, is that who you really are in real life? And Larry David was like, of course not. The guy in Curb Your Enthusiasm is an asshole. He said, "You know, but you know what? It's who I wish I was." See, we're just I'm just drawing threads through pop culture for everything I'm trying to say. Dude, I need a sewing machine. It's a lot of threading going on. You know what? Too at the end of the day, the thing about this whole Dean Delray thing, it like bummed out my day. Not because he doesn't want to come on my. Po- I don't give a fuck about that. It did make me sad though because it was like, oh, the stuff you say on podcasts is real. Like it really hurts people, right? Who should know better. But like, it's an ugly feeling. It's like, like this one time I got into an argument on Twitter with a drummer for Dream Theater. Oh yeah. And he's, he sent me a picture of himself flicking me off because we were arguing about Metallica records. Right. And in my world, it was just sort of fun. Like it was just almost like the way I'd argue with my buddies, like in high school. Right. About music or the way you and I have argued about like Ryan Adams or Kanye on the bus. Right. But then it was like clear at some point he really was getting upset and it was just an ugly feeling for me where I was like, oh I'm honestly in my real life not trying to like be upsetting to people. I was just having fun on the internet. Well, the first red flag is the fact that he's in a band called Dream Theater. Now, if I woke up one day and I I took my little pink chubby toes and unraveled them from the stinky, steamy sheets that I sleep in. Damn, go on. And then put them to put them towards the floor and then snuggle them deep inside my slips and then woke up <laughs> and and uh threw my robe away from my hot stinky sweaty body and put on let's say a pair of shorts let's say some kind of a t-shirt garment made of a hundred percent cotton no rayon no nylon fiber no coarse metallic fibers just 100 percent pure egyptian cotton from the land thousand, of thousand pharaohs yeah, thousand thread count 
I mean, I don't know what the thread count, but the land of pharaohs, where the Sphinx mm-hmm. sleeps at night under the stars. Okay. So now I'm now I'm dressed and I wake up and I go outside and all of a sudden I hear a ding dong ding dong ding dong ding dong ding dong. I'm like, who's at my door? And I go and I answer. I'm, open it up and it's one of my bandmates and they're like hey buddy it's time to go on tour and i'm like oh i forgot what band am i in and he says ha ha funny funny you're the drummer for dream theater bitch and i'm like hold it and then i run as fast as i can to the safe Click, 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 opening the safe, open it up, grab the pistol, make sure there's bullets in it, and just start boom, 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 firing as many bullets into my mouth as I can. You would stop after the first one, probably. I don't know. With maybe any luck, I could get another two in just from like reptilian sort of spasms. And then the guy would be like, what happened? And then I'd be like, in heaven, and God would be like, what's up? And I'd be like, well, I found out I was in a band called Dream Theater, unfortunately. That's the way my day went. But it, what was the question? But see, this is, this is perfect. This is perfect. This episode is perfect. Because that whole riff about the slippers and the toes, and then you, your bandmate, and ding, 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 and then... You're going to go on tour and you're excited. Then you find out a stream theater and then you kill yourself because the band name is so Dude, bad. If, right. if I was listening to a podcast and somebody did the whole story about the slippers and the feet and the stinky breath and then the golden door opening and then the band guy saying, hey, you're on tour. Oh, what band am I in? Bob Schneider. And then hold on. Boom, 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 boom. I'd be like, yeah, that's about right. That's the way I feel already. I would it hurt your feelings? No, because I'm like... What if someone was like, oh, hey, uh, you wake up one day, you got to go on tour with Bob Schneider, and some famous guy was like, oh my God, I'd rather kill myself. Would that offend you? Would that hurt your feelings? If the guy was more famous than me, it would le- it would make me happy. If the guy was less famous than me, and it would pr- I would probably be like, mm, maybe go fuck off. But the thing is, the whole riff is funny, and it's not a big deal, and you probably wouldn't say that to the drummer. I just don't like the, I don't like the name Dream Theater, and I will say I that to his face. If I meet the Dream Theater drummer, I'll be like, hey, man, you, well, you probably I don't wouldn't. know anything about your music, but that name is horrible. You wouldn't do that, because you actually are a nice guy in real life. No, I, I know would that, because I know you in real life. I would definitely say that. But hey, nobody's got a worse name. Nobody's got a worse showbiz name than Bob Schneider. Now, just because I have the worst showbiz name in the world doesn't mean my music sucks. And maybe Dream Theater has got some great tunes. I've never heard a song of theirs. Well, let me describe it for you. Just it's sing, mostly, me, sing me some of it, please. Sing me one song. I don't song. know any of it. Oh, well, if you, don't, if you can't sing it, then they don't have any hits. They don't have any hits. They're they're like an undergroundish progressive metal. Oh no! They're known for they're no. Everyone in the band's kind of like a virtuoso oh, musician. Oh no! That's not my jam, dude. It's like Steve Vai type stuff. You oh, know Steve Vai. Or I Joe like Satriani. Steve Vai, but I like Steve Vai for about five seconds. I just want to hear him make the guitar go. How are you? I want eggs. Oh, the guitar. He's doing that with the guitar. I want eggs. Did he make the guitar do that? That's cool. All right. What else is on? 
Can Dream Theater make the guitar say I want eggs? Yeah, that guy John Petrucci can do a lot of funky shit on the guitar. He's pretty oh. cool. He's one of those guys. Oh, really? If he can say I want eggs on the guitar, I'll listen to that for five seconds. He can do things on guitar that that people really have never heard before. He's one of those guys. He's one of those kind of crazy Mozartish guys with a guitar. And then the drummer who got upset with me uh-huh. is legitimately like one of the most well respected, like accomplished drummers ever which is why it just got so dumb that he was getting so butthurt about twitter it's like dude calm down am i gonna get a am i gonna get a uh am i gonna get a a dm with him giving me the double finger with those talent talented hands of his we're not on his radar because we have a sort of pop culture buddy podcast I was saying all of this on a Metallica podcast that oh. lots of people listen to, so they it all just got sent to him, you know? Oh, okay. Because that's in the metal world. Oh, uh, in that metal world. What world are we in? Soft world, not metal. I don't know. I speak into... When, I, when we do the podcast, a lot of times, I speak into a void almost. I want everybody to love I, me. Well, all artists do. But you also know that that's insane, right? Yeah. And you also know that it's not going to happen. So I don't you believe know that. that I want everybody to love me and I feel like it's I know possible. you want them you want them to, but you know that they not everybody will. I know, but it feels like it's possible. It feels like it should be possible. But you've told me before that it's almost you assume everyone's gonna hate you, so you just beat them to the punch so they'll go ahead and hate you. Well, when I'm playing a show, I look at the crowd and if there's one person that's not enjoying it, that's the person I tend to focus on. Not all the people that are having the best time they've ever had in their life. Those people, I'm like, okay, those people are taken care of. But this one guy over here, it, I look at like the one guy not smiling and not laughing and not having a good time. is like I would like if I saw a giant spider hanging above me in bed. Every artist for all time, since the buffalo painting in the goddamn cave and all the way till when robots run everything in about two weeks they nine out of ten reviews will be positive but the one that's bad that's the one the artist will fixate on that's just no for sure for no that's a fact dude if i get a bad review oh i'm telling you dude it makes me so mad i'm like what have you done you damn dummy (laughs) <laughs> like people who don't make shit and then they all they do is shit on stuff. Look, I make stuff. I make stuff so I can shit on it. But if you don't make anything and your own only job is shitting on stuff, go shit yourself to death. <laughs> you dumb fucking shit. Piece of shit shitter. Shit person. It is tough. It is tough on people who don't make things because if you don't make things, you just don't, you're ignorant. You don't know how hard it is to make shit. I had someone write in about my new album recently and they said, this was a curious response. And they said, we love the album. You know, the music is great. I want to play it for my kids, but it just has too much profanity in it. And I'm just kind of disappointed. Like I can't listen to it or play it for my kids. There's too much profanity. You should really think about how the profanity like closes doors and keeps people from enjoying the, what I think is really good music. And I'm like, dude, what are you talking about? It's not like I made something and thought, let me just throw profanity in it. It's like, you know how the songs are born. They're born the way they are. You can't right. argue with some of them, you know, like for me to think like, well, what doors might be closing? Cause the F words in the song would be so ins- like artists just don't do that. Do you ever do that? I had an album called I'm Good Now, 
and I have a song on it called God is My Friend. And in the, one of my favorite lines in the song is, I can see God up in the sky with a great big dick. Like, basically, I'm just saying God is a big dick. And I, which I love that line. And I think God loves that line. If somebody wrote a song about me and they were like, hey, Bob, I can picture him with a big dick. I'd be like, I like this song. That's cool. So I knew God was cool with it. I was cool with it. But then I found out that the dude who owns Walmart is a bit of a, I mean, I think rest in peace. I don't think he's, I don't think he's alive anymore, but supposedly he was like a big Christian guy. And so they were like, well, if you keep that line in there, they're not going to sell it at Walmart. And that's where you can sell. That's where you can really sell some fucking records. And I was like, well, let's take that line out. And then I took it out. So it's not in the song. Uh, it's not on the album. And then Walmart didn't carry the record. And my lesson that I learned was you can't win in this world. Well, never trust Christians. So that's a good lesson. Here's the thing about God and big, what I'm going to start calling big dick energy, because that's what you're basically saying. God's got a big dick, and that's a nice thing. It's a compliment to the big man. And I mean, here's how I know it's here's, true. Here's, here's how I know, here, here's here's how I know it's I, true. Here's though. what I know about that. He's got a big dick, and he's like, well, of course, he's probably got a big, he's God. Here, all right, there's a, so many things about it. One, he's God, so he didn't give a fuck. Dude, if you're God, you don't care if your dick's big or small. You're God. You don't give a fuck. But if you're God, I think you just may decide if you want a big dick or not. Whatever he, whatever size his dick is, is, is the exact size he wants it to be. And if he does have a small dick, because early on he was like i'm god and nobody was around so he was like i don't give a fuck i just need something to pee with but now later on when he starts fucking some bitches he's like oh shit my dick's too small and it's too late to do anything about it now he's walking around he's got that s d e and all of a sudden bob schneider comes along and i'm like yo you got that big dick god and he's like i like it Put it in Walmart. So I'm only I'm mainly writing songs for God, is what I'm saying. So I'm not writing for the critics. I'm not writing for I'm not writing for the Christian right, dude. I'm writing for God. That's a different the Christian rockers are writing for the Christian right. They're not writing for God. If they were writing for God, all their songs would be about bitches and cocaine and how big dick. God's dick is period because guess what heaven is bitches cocaine and dick parties boy that's heaven you know what hell is reading a book <laughs> on fire <laughs> you're on fire and you're reading a book that's hell heaven you're snorting coke off your own dick while you're fucking all the bitches in the world you're in heaven. That was a period dropping on the ground. <laughs> well, here's what I can tell you. You don't drown the whole world unless you got BDE. And guess what God did? <laughs> guess what God? I love about the, the Bible that God does so many horrendous things. Everyone's like, yep, he's still awesome. He drowned the whole world. Men, women, children, 
Sometimes you got to drown the whole world. Not if you're God. Forgive the world. Hey, I can immediately improve the entire Bible. Forgive the whole world. Period. Everybody's forgiven when they die. They all went to heaven. All the people that drowned went to heaven. Okay. Well, that's nice. Dude, by the way, I've been watching the Tudors. Have you watched the Tudors? I thought we weren't going to talk about things we watch. I, well, I'm not going to. Because I watched Demon 79 and I loved it. I know. It's so good, isn't it? Uh, no, I was only mentioning the Tudors because of that time period. Did you have you watched it? It's about Henry VIII and that whole thing. Hello? You've not seen it or you've seen it? No, I don't watch things about Henry VIII. Couldn't give a fuck. Well, he's the king. And when you're the king, it's hard not to be a real piece of shit. <laughs> totally. Of course. Because at first Power you're like, I'm going to be cool. I'm going to be good. But I'm going to be a good king. But then, and and you're you're having sex with a lot of hot women because you're the king and you're attractive. Oh, I know. The, the, the women think you're attractive because you're the king but eventually you're going to come across a couple ladies that don't give a fuck that you're the king and you want to have sex with them anyways and guess what you're the king so you can and there's no repercussions so guess what you're going to end up doing r and k and all day long well guess what king david the beloved hero of the bible did he's uh, on the roof of his castle drinking a little fucking bladder probably a fucking sheep bladder full of the vino yeah and he sees this chick on the roof across the way bathsheba bathing in the sunlight all nude and sexy how nude and he's like i want to fuck all nude 100 percent nude that's my favorite kind of nude and he thinks to himself i would like to have sex with her i'm the king by the way this is a guy with like hundreds and hundreds of wives and shit yeah, yeah. again a b- biblical and christian hero and he goes i want to fuck that chick they go oh she's married actually she's married to like one of the biggest warriors in your army like a true war oh, hero that's shit. killed many people in your honor Damn. and he goes well okay thank you that's great have him killed immediately yeah and then have her brought to me and she's now my wife whether she likes her or not because i saw her bathing on the roof yo that's king shit that's some king shit right there son that's what the king do that's what the king do. When you kings aren't when, good, dude. When you go to the Burger King and you ask for a Whopper, guess what they do? They bring you a Whopper. They don't bring yeah. you no fucking tiny ass little fucking White Castle. You and they do the king shit down there at the at ain't the no mur- slide, dude, dude. When you go to the ain't no sliders up in that bitch. Yo, when you go to the Murder King. And you order the Whopper. They bring the Whopper, boy. They bringing you a Whopper. <laughs> Period. Period. I'm surprised they don't Look call the fries fucking something else. Big. Like logs. Like tree trunks. Oh, you want a Whopper and some tree trunks? No problem. You at the Murder well, if, King, boy. If you think about what was covered in this mere 29 minutes, just imagine what's cracking in the fucking Secret Weekly today. Dude, we're dude. about to crack it open in the Secret Weekly. We're dude, just getting, we're just getting started. I, I feel like we just fucking, we just got the fire going. You know, it's like sometimes when you start a fire, that first part of the fire is pretty hard to get going. 
If you want to join us in the Secret Weekly, you can join us on Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Yeah, you better bring a fireproof suit. You better bring yourself a damn... What's that shit called that's fire retardant? I don't know. Kevlar. You better, Kevlar, that's you bulletproof. Better, you better bring a Kevlar robe to the Secret Weekly. Yeah. <laughs>